welcome to The Uncensored Mom. I'm your host, Jessica Parada. I'm a mama to two kiddos under three and a wife to an amazing husband, Oscar. If you have a mother's heart, whether you're a mom already or trying to have a baby, this podcast is for you. I'm on a mission to speak truth about being pregnant, giving birth, postpartum life, being a mom, and everything in between. On the days you feel crazy, I'm here to let you know you're not crazy and to tell you that you are enough. You're beautiful, you're amazing, you're doing enough, and you are so loved. I believe you can have it all. You can be a mom and live the life of your dreams. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Uncensored Mom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Parada. So today is going to be a quick episode on your purpose. And this episode is going to be for moms who are looking to find their purpose, what lights them up. What what else are they supposed to be and do in the world besides being a mom? But it's also for the women who want to to be moms they really just want to start a family but something is standing in the way and I have a message for you moms well I believe that if you have a mother's heart if you have this heart to be a mom have your own children or adopt or whatever it may be then I believe that you're a mother because you have the heart of a mother But I want to say that God has big, big plans for us that we just cannot see. And we so desperately want to see the path laid before us. We want to see even the final result. And something I had told Oscar, my husband, the other day was if I would see the end result of everything that I'm doing, if I would see the end of my path, I would be so frustrated that I'm not there. Like, why am I here and I'm not at the end of the path? Like, I see the end of the path. The end of the path is X, Y, Z. And why am I not there already? But it's also, there is no end of our path because when there is an end of our path, we are dead. (laughs) We are no longer in this world. There is never going to be an end point. There is never going to be a time we wake up and we're like, we're done. That's it. I fulfilled my purpose. There's not going to be that point. We are always going to be achieving more and desiring more. So we might start a business and say that we want or let's say I know that a lot of people like craft things so let's say you make crafts and you're like I would love to sell you know 100 of these like if I could sell 100 of these a month of this these cups with vinyl letterings or something I can I would be I'll feel fulfilled but that is not necessarily true you're gonna want more you're gonna sell 100 of those and then you're gonna say oh if I could sell 200 and you're just always going to be desiring more And what I see a lot, and I've seen this within my um, circle of friends as well, is that so many women want children, they want a family, 
But what I want to say about that is what if God has really big plans for you before you become a mom? What if there are some really big plans of of another purpose you're supposed to go after before your purpose as a mom? And you may be called to be doing something greater right now before motherhood, before your purpose as a mom. Maybe you're being called to heal your past, some traumas from your past or even from past lives. And maybe there are some limiting beliefs about yourself that are really holding you back from showing up in the world that are really bringing you down and maybe even causing depression maybe there are things that you're supposed to be working on right now that God is calling you to really shine a light on so that you can shine your light in the world and really show up in the world the way that you're meant to because we all have such a big purpose on this world in this world we have a really big purpose and I always go to the analogy of when your child is born if you have children you don't think oh, you're going to struggle in life. You're going to have a hard life. And like your purpose is going to be to work nine to five and just every day, just work hard, come home and then do it again. You know, we never think that we never think that of other people's kids. Right. I mean, before I became a mom, I celebrated the births of my friend's children and I always have wanted them to have the world, you know, for them to lead happy lives. I never think that they should be struggling and for some reason, we think in our society that we're meant to struggle, we're meant to just hustle, 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 we're meant to work all the time, work overtime, <laughs> and then I don't know, how do you even enjoy life like that? And I come, I say this from a really big place of love because Oscar and I used to be like that. Like Oscar and I have worked two to three jobs at a time. Oscar and I have pushed so hard and we recently passed by a sign for a fast food restaurant that said hiring assistant manager or like looking for an assistant manager for nine dollars an hour and we were like nine dollars an hour like how do you even live off of that and it is what a such a large population is living off of and back in the day I we say when we were younger, when we first met, this is like our early 20s, we were working jobs that we were getting severely underpaid and we were trying to live off of that. And it was tough. You know, Oscar and I worked one job together at one point and it was a job that I worked for three years and I never got a raise, but yet like I was doing work as a manager and Oscar was getting the paid the same amount of money I was <laughs> and he was like doing much less it was crazy and it kind of goes back to worth and the way society the way that our society is it's just like work hard and just like keep pushing and you know something better will come but like what is better is something better you get a job that pays you more but you're still working really hard or your husband may be working hard. Maybe you're staying at home um, and your husband is just like working all these crazy hours and shifts and he doesn't complain because it's what we're raised as to see, to be. But we're meant for so much more. 
you know, us as women and men as well, although this podcast is mainly for women, you know, men have such a bigger purpose as well than to just like hustle, hustle, hustle. There's just this, the way we see men, not we, like you and I, but like society is like, even within the family unit, it's like men have to, their wives, you know, have their children and they get six weeks, if that, which is so crappy. Like, don't even get me on that subject. Six weeks paternity leave. But then it's like, the men don't get anything. It's like, mm, well, go back to work, you know? And it's like, what is that? Like, are you serious? It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to me because they're just seen as these like workhorses in our society. And that's just totally wrong. But I digress. <laughs> I just want to say that for me, I found my calling when I became a mother. And it is hard. It is hard because I don't have the time for myself and the freedom like I did before I had children. Do I like regret having children before finding my calling? No, because this is exactly the path I'm supposed to be on. But Oscar and I, we don't we don't have the freedom to go to like personal development events things that are going to help us grow we don't have the freedom to just leave because well one we have a three-year-old and we have a 10-month-old and I breastfeed well both of them but mainly the 10-month-old is still depending on me for her nourishment and then studies show that breastfeeding takes 25% of your physical energy and 25% of your mental energy. So if you're a breastfeeding mom, <laughs> just know that you have a quarter of your energies being taken away just by breastfeeding. And so that doesn't even like take into account how much energy our children I don't want to say our children take for us from us. What I like to say is that our children have a certain energy level and we have to basically meet that we have to be up there right it's like they have all this energy and we have to also have this energy not only to just like parent them not only to be calm <laughs> try to stay calm when they are doing things we don't like but it's also so that we can play with them and so that we can dance with them and so we can have fun with them and so you know Oscar and I we don't have that freedom to really discover things with one another and to go to things and to invest in things that are going to help grow us so that we can show up in the world and you know, find what we're meant to do and all this stuff. Like we have children. Oscar has to work a, a job and support our family. And we are so appreciative for his job. So appreciative. It, it's been amazing. We've definitely grown so much since having Dominic. When we first had Dominic, like I had maternity leave, but I went back to work and I was away from the house for 10 hours a day, minimum, because of traffic. You never knew with traffic. And then Oscar worked at night. So I would come home if I worked a shift where I would be home at maybe 9, 9.30 or something like that because I worked retail. I came home. 
Oscar had picked up Dominic from our babysitter. I would come home and Oscar would we would be able to spend maybe an hour together and not alone because Dominic was still awake. And then Oscar would go to sleep. So Oscar and I really didn't even see each other except for, I mean, I can't even tell you exact times we saw each other because I had to work weekends too. I worked a retail job and it was tough. And so, you know, what I have to say for if you are really just want to start a family and you're like, I just want to be a mom is this may be a time to help you grow, to help you face fears, to help you find courage for things, to help you heal past traumas and self-limiting beliefs and whatever it may be. It may be God is calling you to focus on yourself, focus inward and maybe show up in a different way right now before you become a mother and I see this time and time again with like if you know Gabrielle Bernstein if not she's amazing look her up Gabby Bernstein she had always um wanted to be a mom and she's pregnant right now and it's so exciting but she had so much healing to do she had so much to do in this world first um showing up as a speaker and an author and just showing up in a really big way in this world before she became a mom and now she's gonna be a mom and it's just like she really she talked about her struggle about wanting to be a mother and just it just wasn't happening but God had other plans for her she needed to do other things and then now she's gonna be a mom and now it's like She's done all these things and she will be continue to do these things, right? And also have her purpose as a mom. So maybe you're being called to, to just really work on yourself, focus inward. Maybe go to events that are going to really light you up, to really grow you. Maybe to do more journaling. But you may be called to do other things right now before being called to be a mother because coming from a mother it is the most joyous and beautiful thing but it is freaking hard we laugh about it I chuckle but seriously y'all it's really hard and it takes out so much it takes so much from you gives so much to you you learn so much but every day it's me working on myself, me trying not to get triggered from Dominic yelling or something, you know, or maybe I'm just tired that day. I'm just feeling funky that day, but I still have to show up for my children. So, you know, look inside your heart and listen. And this goes if you're a mom as well, you know, look inside your heart and listen. Because if you're a mom and you feel like, you're being called to something greater or maybe you work outside the home and you really want to be a stay-at-home mom like you are like I want to stay at home with my children even if you're a single mother um and you really want to stay at home with your, your children but you just don't know how you know look inside your heart because if you are a mom you you were meant to be a mom for a reason before finding 
exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now. Like what, what are you supposed to be doing to that brings you joy, but also brings you financial abundance, right? So look at, look inside yourself, look at what, what is being, what are you being called to heal? How are you being called to mother yourself? Whether you're a mother or not, we do not take care of ourselves enough. You know, what self-limiting beliefs about yourself or even like about, so when I talk about limiting beliefs, I'm talking about also like society, like societal beliefs that you have been conditioned to bring into your own existence and within your own heart. You know, this is, you know, a single mother can't stay at home with her children and make money. Um, This can be, you could be a stay-at-home mom, but you can't be the breadwinner. There's no way that you can have a business that is completely and utterly successful. Um, You, all these other women who are maybe moms or maybe they're not moms yet, but all these other women who are so successful and they're like best-selling authors, like that can't be for you. They're rare. They only make like a small percentage of the of society. You know, you can't be that person. All of these limiting beliefs may be coming up and you're being called to heal them. And you're being called to stop believing all the stuff from society. Like, just tune that out. Like, what society says does not apply to you. It does not apply to you. Like, we just need to stop listening (laughs) to what we feel like is right because we were raised that way. Like, for me, it was like, the only way you could be successful is if you go to school, you go to college, you get grades in school, you go to a good college, you, you get your master's or whatever. And it's like, I was really conditioned that I had to follow this path xyz in order to be successful and let me tell you i know people have followed that path and like hated (laughs) their jobs because it was just not their passion they didn't love to do it and i've known people who have literally just like dropped off dropped out of programs that they were admitted to maybe masters or maybe phds or maybe you know, they were in med school and they were just like, you know, seriously, this is not for me. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'll make money, but it's just not for me. And it's because we're just like conditioned, like this is what you have to do, but it is just not necessarily true. And if it, whatever you're doing is like really hard, it's really tough. You're really pushing, you know, you're going to school, but it's just studying and trying to get good grades really does not come easy for you it is hard work like susan over there she barely has to do anything to pass these tests and you're over here struggling getting tutoring you don't know what to do you're exhausted it may not be for you you think it is because you're like oh well this career makes x amount of money trust me i've been there i used to be like I used to want to be a doctor and then I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a nurse or maybe I'll be a midwife. And I've always was changing it up. A doctor was always the main thing, though. I always would go back to doctor. Like I would look at nursing school and I was like, I might as well go to med school. But it was just not meant for me. 
Like, could I have done it? Most likely, yes. I was good at school. I got good grades. I retained information well, but did I really learn it? Not really. I retained it well. I would pass the test. I would get A's. (laughs) There's some things I could spit back at you. Some subjects that I absolutely love that I can, I remember things from, but otherwise, it was just not. I thought I thought so strongly, you guys, that I was gonna be I was gonna be a doctor right now. Like, let me tell you, <laughs> like, if you would have known me, you you would have been like, man, you like had like a really strong conviction to be a doctor. Like, I was like, I'm gonna be a doctor, but the underlying reason to be a doctor were two things. One, I really wanted to help people. And this is why I was thinking about becoming a nurse because I would see, I would like hear doctors and I worked for a few doctors as a medical assistant and like they really weren't able to show up and like really help. The nurses were the ones doing that or the medical assistants were the ones doing that. So I was like, I really want to be, I really want to help. Like I really want to help people. I want to help them heal. I want to like, I want to be the person that they, they go to for help. And so that's why I want to be a doctor. And then I also wanted, there was a point where I was like, maybe I'll be a psychologist. Again, it was like all about helping. I always, all the things I wanted to do really were to to help. Like, I was like, I really want to help others. And then I also wanted to be financially abundant. abundant. I want to be rich. I wanted to not struggle and not worry about money the way that I had seen my family worry about money, my immediate and extended family. I wanted to be able to help them as well. I was like, I want to have money so that like I can also help my family when I grow up. These are things that I thought when I was like a kid. And so those were the two things. Like I wanted to help others and I wanted to have money doing it, right? Make money doing it. And you, well, let me say, in our society, there's only like certain jobs you can do to do that, right? Like, it's like, these are the jobs that are helping others. And this is how much money is you can make. And this is basically the maximum, the median, you know, that most people make. And this is the low amount that you start making when you first get that job. So it's like, we only see that. And then you go to school and it's like, there's only these groups uh, like, okay, you have to choose a major X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, right. And then like these majors will lead to these type of jobs. But it's so much more than that. It's so much deeper than that. Like, we can do so much more. We don't have to go to school and choose a major. We don't have to do those things if they don't feel right to us. We don't have to follow those paths. We can do so much more. But it all starts with looking into yourself. It's all in your heart. Like, our hearts are so, they have all of the answers, seriously. But looking into your heart, what truly do you love to do? What is what do you really love to do? You know, what is it that you love to do? What are limiting beliefs holding you back? What are things that you were conditioned? What are what are things that society told you, parents told you, friends told you, the way you see things? Maybe all and then what are traumas? When I say trauma, it doesn't have to be like we think of trauma, we think like you know, someone got molested when they were a child or something, you know, like really awful things like that. It can be traumas like 
you know, you were younger and you were just kind of always told what to do and how to do things and how to live your life. And so, you know, these, that way that you were raised kept you stuck, kept you from going out into the world and doing your own thing and just like doing what, what you love to do. So that, when I say trauma, that can be it. You know, it can be things that may seem smaller to you, but they're really big and they're really expected. They're really, they are really, I'm trying to find the word. I'm sorry. Um, affecting you in adulthood. So look into those things and also ask for help. And when I say ask for help, I, I mean ask for help from the spiritual realm, from God, pray, from, you know, your guardian angels, from your spirit guides, from, you know, so we have so much support, so much like angels from, from loved ones who have passed, you know, they're there to help us too, y'all. Like they're not gone. They're there to help us. They want to help us, you know, ask for help, whatever aligns with you, whatever feels right for you. If you're like, I pray, that's what I enjoy doing. Pray. If you're like, I meditate and that's how I receive, you know, I feel like I receive help meditate. I do both. Like I pray, I meditate. Um, there's a lot of things I, there's a lot of spiritual tools I use, um, to ask for help, but we have the power of free will, meaning that if you do not ask for help, you're not going to receive the help, right? It's like here in a physical world, like if you need a babysitter for your kids, but you don't actively go find a babysitter, you're not actively asking friends, hey, do you have a babysitter? I'm looking for a babysitter for Friday night. You're not going to get the babysitter, right? Like <laughs> the babysitter's not going to come because like you're not actively even looking, right? It's the same thing. Like if you're not asking for help from God or angels or spirits or anyone or all of them, they can't help. They're like, hey, we're here to help, but you're not like talking to us. So we're just going to let you do whatever, you know, like we are called to ask for help. So ask for help and ask for help in the physical world too. Seriously, you know, talk to people, whatever, whoever you feel called to talk to or to do, or, you know, maybe go to therapy and therapy is like such a taboo thing, but it really isn't. Everyone should be going to therapy. Everyone needs a therapist <laughs> to help us with all of the stuff that we like have in our head. But that's what I want to talk about today. It was supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to be, but yeah, I really wanted to, I had that on my heart and, you know, about finding your purpose and finding that whether you're a mom or you're not a mom yet, you're called to do so much. And the answers are within you ask, you know, pray, ask for that help, um, from the spiritual world. However you feel called to ask, um, even if you're feeling called to reach out to people who, um, speak to like angels or, can channel information. I uh, recently have been, I've been 
um, helping others in that way because I tend to see things that other people can't see for themselves and I am channeling my gifts more and part of that is being able to tell people things that they probably already know but they need to hear from someone else and it's funny because since I was a kid a reason I wanted to be a psychologist was because I was always the kid who people came to like my friends came to when they had problems they they always came to me for advice for support they always came I was always the person people went to to talk about issues and even like adults would talk about issues around me and they would always say like you know Jessica's such an old soul like she's such an old soul she it was funny because I always wanted to be like as a teenager, I would want to hang out with the adults, but then like I would want to hang out with the teens, but it's like the teens, like my cousins and stuff. I'd be like, uh, I would like want to sit and have conversation with adults and they would be comfortable talking about issues around me. And so that is one of my gifts. Like I, I guess I'm just an old soul and I can really help with with helping others see like their own gifts what they need to heal and what they may with just I guess with just like knowing your worth knowing like how to listen to your own intuition knowing how to help yourself and show yourself love and show yourself care and mother yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself and just show up with just love we are all meant to just show up with love and that's what I've been doing with people lately it's it's been really cool it's been really really cool (laughs) because I've always wanted to help others and I just this is that's one way I do it. So if you feel called to reach out to me and um, talk to me in whatever way you want to, I do 60-minute like one-on-one sessions. Um, so they're just an hour where we'll just kind of dive into what you may need to work on, self-limiting beliefs, like goals you have, maybe if you have a business already or just within your life and like really how to listen to like your intuition, your own guidance. That's something I can help you with. I can also um, pull like a card for you. Like I have Oracle cards and stuff that I can, it sounds funny, but I can channel information. Like it's like basically like God is speaking to me, telling me like things for you. So, and it's always out of love. Everything that comes through is always out of love. It's a really beautiful process. I really love doing it. So if you feel called to um, seek help from me, I'm here too. I mean, this is why I also do the podcast. Like I do it to serve. I do it to to be there for y'all, you know. Um, it's just an, a way that I can reach more, more of y'all and help more. I have that servant's heart. <laughs> All of us have that servant's heart, honestly. We're all meant to to serve and to love. We just need to 
tap into it. All right, y'all. I'm going to stop jibber-jabbering. <laughs> Drink the rest of my coffee because I am recording this early morning. How's daylight savings times treating y'all? <laughs> I've been waking up an hour earlier, but my kids actually haven't. So I'm like, hallelujah. Seriously, like angel trumpets and <laughs> are going off because I'm like, thank you, God, for like letting me wake up early, but not my kids. It's That's really nice. But I think Dominic's awake, so... I'm going to go get them, and my left boob is full, so Peyton probably should be waking up soon. That's my sign. My boob's getting full, so she should probably be waking up soon. And I hope that this message reached someone today. And um, if it did, I would love for y'all to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Rate and review on iTunes because it really helps me create more content. It really helps me bring on more guests onto the show. And I read them and I really truly appreciate them so much. Like so much. So and it helps other um women like you who are listening to the podcast find the podcast. When you rate and review It's just like, you know, with anything else, it's like when you rate and review a restaurant on Yelp, you know, it just comes up (laughs) for people more. So when they're looking, they're like, Italian restaurant. It's like, this Italian restaurant rocks. So if I am that Italian restaurant for you, (laughs) this podcast is that Italian restaurant for you, rate and review. Just take those two minutes to leave me a rating and review and, um, you know, we can reach more. You are helping me reach more women like you when you do that like you are not just helping me but you are you're helping others right like you are you writing that rating and review for my podcast is is showing love right because if you love the podcast you're like writing a, a good review and that creates a shift that little thing right that little thing. I mean, we don't think about that, but it's like when you give money to a homeless person and they are able to buy food, like you're you're doing something, you're changing the world. And writing review truly helps. Like it's like that review is pouring love into our world and it's not only helping me, but it's helping other women who come to my podcast and they they read the reviews and they're like, "Oh, Maybe I'll listen to this episode. Like you are dropping a stone into a lake and creating that ripple effect. That's what it is. I know it sounds profound, but seriously, like it's the tiny, the small things that we just are like, oh, this is just so small. It creates such a huge effect. I promise you. So yeah, that's all I have to say. (laughs) I will be back here on Thursday with another solo episode and I will be having guests on the podcast. Um, I just actually haven't been reaching out to, I've had, um, I have a lot of people who do want to be on the podcast. I do. I just haven't reached out to them to, um, get all of the interviews set up just because honestly, I've been focusing a little bit more on myself and, The 30-day gratitude challenge that I have going on this month, if you haven't signed up for the challenge, it's free. It's going to be in the show notes. It's just jessicaparada.com slash 30-day free challenge. And it's just a way to... 
this is something that I've done to help me that has helped me start journaling, meditating and helps shift my mindset to be just more positive and have a more positive outlook on life. When I have postpartum depression, um, writing a gratitude list every day really helped me. So if you feel called to sign up for the challenge, sign up. I do have a $50 Amazon giveaway going on with that. So sign up jessicaproduct.com slash 30 day free challenge it'll be in the show notes and um i will see y'all on thursday but i will be having definitely having more um guests on the podcast probably next i think next monday there will be a guest i'll have to double check but yeah but for this week it's going to be some solo episodes which is how i started this podcast just me talking and a lot of y'all resonate with that and it's beautiful i love it Thank you so much for being here and and supporting me. You guys rock. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Know that you are loved, you're supported, and you are meant to do great things. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Did you love this episode? If yes, share it with a friend, family member, stranger, or whoever you think will find this episode helpful. Leave me a review on iTunes and let me know your honest thoughts, takeaways, and questions so much to me. Love y'all and remember, you are enough and you get to have it all. Talk to you next time.